Today's episode is sponsored by Spartress, connecting your story with your audience. Hello and welcome to Cuadros' Corner. My name is Carlos and I'm an avid lover of films, stories, and conversations. Today, I sat down with Natalia Riola, a fellow podcaster who hosts the show Mujeres in the Know, a podcast about women who are leaders in their community and who Natalie hopes to spread their stories to other women for inspiration. Season three of Mujeres in the Know will be out on June 4th, and you can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any of your favorite podcasting apps. In today's episode, I spoke with Natalie about some of the things she normally doesn't talk about in her podcast, her divorce, a touchy subject in the eyes of many, but something that she had the courage to talk about today. Now, before we begin, please do me a favor and tell your friends to subscribe to Cuadros' Corner. Your support and word of mouth will help in growing and bringing you more stories. Now, without further ado, let's begin. From the marriage that you had, what did you like and what's something that you wish was different? I like that I had a, a sense of security. He was he's a great he was a great provider, and um, I lo- I really liked that he uh, that part. What I what I didn't like was uh, how we didn't bring out the best in each other, and that was really unfortunate because we're we're he's we're both good people. We both want good things in life, but we just unfortunately we didn't we brought out the not the worst in each other, but we just didn't bring out the best in each other. So that's what I didn't like. And but what I did like is he uh, was a, a great uh, he he tried to take care of me. But it goes back to I'm supposed I should I didn't I need to take care of myself before somebody else takes care of me. I need to love myself before I get for anybody who gets into a marriage. I would strongly advise you to make sure you're ready for a marriage, because if you're if you're if you're not, then it's there's going to be a lot of problems. And I I was listening to one of your uh, interviews that you've done in the past, and you mentioned that an important aspect uh, of uh, that you faced during your marriage was the importance of uh, mental health. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to ask you, why do you think it's such a taboo topic to talk about, and how did you deal with uh, with this issue yourself? Because, well, I'm not like, I haven't really talked about it, but I, I do know that in the, his, I guess, Hispanic culture, would you say just Mexican culture or the Hispanic culture? Um, or what, I would say primarily the Mexican culture. Mexican-American culture. Because I've met some people from like Colombia, Argentina, that they seem to be a little bit more open with topics such as that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not entirely sure, but from what I've experienced, it's mostly Mexican. Um, but yeah. Well, it, exactly. In, in the Mexican culture, I, I'm Mexican American. It's kind of like taboo to, to talk to be to get divorced. I know in the in the Catholic religion, it's. I know a lot of my friends. It's just not. You don't do it. You just you don't get divorced. You just, you work it out. And uh, I was raised Christian, and I'm not saying that that makes it okay, but uh, he was raised Catholic, and so we didn't connect on a spiritual level. We had a lot of differences in that area, 
and uh, it didn't allow us to connect in a certain way that we should have. We, you know, to really become one, it, it, it that didn't happen. So, but as far as the divorce, it's. I was telling Carlos earlier. I'm so glad to hear that, and I've heard from a lot of people that they're when I when they say they're single, uh, they're just not ready yet for marriage. And I'm like, well, good. You need to be like 100 percent, a thousand percent ready for marriage because it's it's hard work. They don't people maybe don't realize that it's it's not just uh, oh you know we're we're playing house. No, it's it's work. You have you have. There's another person there that you have to. Uh, you know, just you have to uh, you have to make them happy. You know. What What would you have done differently? What I would have done differently is I wouldn't have allowed myself to feel like I lost my identity. Because when I got married, uh, we got pregnant right away. Um, I didn't have my career set in place, and I was I had I was forming resentment towards my ex husband. Because I felt, well, why, why, why didn't you see that I wasn't? Why, why did we do this when we both weren't ready? We, we both weren't ready. It wasn't just me. He wasn't ready either. So over time, I felt like, um, you know, I was Natalie. My last name was different, and uh, I, now I'm back to my maiden name. But um, I felt like I lost my identity. I didn't know who I was anymore. I didn't know what I believed in anymore. I had all these beliefs when I was before my marriage and all these ambitions. And I just, I, I, I stopped, I just stopped. And I, I, I had my child and I was just, I was a stay at home mom for a while. And then I'd go back into work. I went into teaching and then I had like, I had a couple of jobs and digital communications and it, it was working. It was, it was, it was working out, but I was still unhappy inside. I still, I felt, I felt like I didn't know who I was anymore. I was just, I lost myself, and that really, really took a toll on me because it, it led to when we had our second child. I went through a major postpartum depression. So that was when I was like, okay, it, it got, it got, re- it got, the depression was horrible, and so I had to do something about it. And unfortunately, mine led to divorce. And that's, I'm not saying that's what everybody should do. I'm not, in no way, I'm not an advocate for divorce at all. But I do believe in taking care of yourself and putting yourself first. But if you have children, of course, you have to, they come, come first, but you also have to take care of yourself. So it's really hard to find that balance. But in my situation, the divorce was best for both of us, not just for me. It's best for him too. And uh, if you if you uh, could make people understand a little bit better about what you're going through, divorce, um, what's one thing that you wish people would kind of like empathize a little bit more with? Well, I, I talk to some people and, and I, I tell them, you know, yeah, I just got recently divorced and Sometimes their reaction is they don't know how to react to it, and I understand it's it's a hard, like you said, a situation. Especially especially in the Mexican American culture, it's it's people don't really talk about it. So uh, I've, I've sometimes, I sometimes I'm afraid to to talk to say it sometimes because in fear of judgment. That's my the main thing. I don't want to be judged, but I would hope that people would understand that sometimes it's necessary, even if you have children. It's the betterment of, of the children. Yeah. 
I've been talking to a lot of people and I, I talked to a 16 year old girl the other day and she said, my parents are divorced too. She was doing my hair and uh, well, she wasn't 16, she's more like 18 or 19. And um, she was helped, uh, got, went to the hair salon and she told me her parents were divorced and that she's glad that they got divorced because she saw her mom unhappy and just, so later on in life, she said, hey mom, well, I'm glad you did that, you know, cause you're, 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 you ended up being okay. So we, we, we divorced and we tried moving back in together and it was just horrible. We, 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 it was, it was, we, we would argue a lot and, um, so that it was not good for the kids and it, it would have been worse. I, I mean, I haven't talked to like a professional or I, uh, a therapist even, I haven't gone to therapy on this. So that this is like the first time I'm really talking about it. And I, uh, so, but I do know, I have talked to people that have been through or their parents are divorced or um, they're going through like marital problems and they said that, you know, they, they feel it's best, but I, I, I just, I pray about it. That's my thing. I go to church and um, I talk to the people at the church and I open up to them and they're, I notice the people in the church, they're not, I don't feel like they're judgmental at all. They're not good. the church I go to. So that's good. That That's what gets me through it. So before we move on to the other subject, which I want to talk about the podcast, uh, what's one thing that you want people to understand about the difficult situation that you're going through, which is your divorce? Uh, well, I just want to say that when you when you find your somebody that you you want to get married to, they're not going to fulfill all the your spiritual needs that, that you might think they will. Like they're not going to make you whole. There's a quote in a movie. What is it, Jerry Maguire? And what does she say that you complete me? Mm-hmm. And I just, that's really sweet, but I, I just don't feel that another human being can complete you. It's it's more than that. You have to find, um, your, it's a spiritual thing. So I, I feel really strong about that, yeah. If anybody's going through something like I am or is divorced already, because I've, I've heard of a couple of my friends, I know they, they're going through stuff like that. And just... Um, don't feel so bad and don't be so hard on yourself about it. And everything's going to be okay. Cause we're, I know as women, we want to be perfect and we just want to look like have this perfect image, you know, and a divorce is just, it sounds, it sounds ugly. The word, I don't like, I hate the word. I wish there was, we could make up some like new word for it. It just sounds like, I don't like the way it sounds. So, it has like a very negative connotation to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I- yeah, I guess I guess divorce. No, nobody ever wants to hear that. Yeah. But uh, okay, now let's talk about your podcast. Okay. Why did you start it? I started it because I was going through uh, a really dark time, and I was looking for a way to uh, talk to other women about what they were going through, and which was my divorce, unfortunately. And um, I, I was looking for a way to. Uh, talk to other people about what they were going through. And so I started that podcast. But let me go back. I started the podcast in 2018 called Latina Moms in the Know. And I got some of my mom friends together and we talked about the struggles of being a mom and the joys of being a mom. And, uh, but I only did like two episodes with that because it was, it was in person and it's really hard to get moms together because our schedules who work and have kids, it's really hard to get them together. So I did a couple of episodes and then uh, two years later, I, I, I said, wait, what about my, my podcast? Like I, I, I miss doing it. So I brought it back up again, but I changed the name to Mujeres in the Know so I could talk to 
all women, not just moms, just any, any woman, you know, and, uh, that might be going through something. And it just, honestly, it just happened. Like I just, I, I don't know. It just popped in my head. I don't know how else to explain it. It was just like, Natalie, you need to do that. Like, just start doing it. Like, I, I don't know how else to explain it. And I just emailed. I remember um, I have a friend who referred me to uh, a couple of women who are public figures in the Valley. And they said, oh, uh, get in touch with this person, get in touch with this person. And I just, through Facebook, through Instagram, through email, sent them emails, messaged them. Do you want to be on my podcast? You know, and... Uh, I don't know how I, I, my worst fear is for somebody to say no, but for some reason, everybody was very supportive. Everybody, I, all the, the, the women that I've asked are very supportive and thank God, because if I didn't have that work out, I wouldn't have been able to get through what I've gotten through without their support and without their connection and being able to relate and talk to them about some sort of topic we can relate on. It's, yeah. Oh. So speaking about being able to relate, who is your audience and why should they listen to your podcast? From like 30 to 35. That's the, the main age and predominantly women. So that's the audience. And that's what I aim for is for, the, for women to be inspired and be uplifted and to feel empowered by the stories they hear from these other women that are the, the guests on my podcast. How, do you, how can you tell a good guest... <laughs> from a bad guest. And you don't have to say any names, but in your experience, what constitutes someone a good guest versus a bad guest? Okay. Uh, what qualities are you looking for when you're booking someone? Or how does that work? Do they yeah. reach out to you? Do you reach out to them? I reach out to them, yeah. I, I, I just, it's just like a feeling. I come across, well, no, that first it didn't start like that. I got referrals when I, my, uh, like I said, I had a friend who said, hey, here's, here's a bunch of people. Um, I'm going to have them connect with you. And I, but I reached out to them. I said, hey, do you want to be on my podcast? But at this point, I have to feel like some kind of connection, even if it's through a picture, even if it's through their, their headshot or whatever. I have to like feel a connection. I know it's kind of weird, but I just have to like feel some, some type of way about or if I see their, look through their Instagram page or if I look through their Facebook and I don't, don't I'm not like a stalker. I don't want anybody to think that. <laughs> no, investigative journalist. Yeah, that's what we have, you have to do. So, I mean, I just take a quick glance and I'm like, this person looks like they'd be great. I hope they say yes. But what, are you, what are you looking for? Um, somebody that's, I feel has been through something, a struggle in life and came out of it. When you interview someone in your uh, podcast, what are you hoping to get out of your guest? Emotion, facts. Well, I don't want to make them like cry or anything. I mean, like I said, I'm not a therapist, I'm not a counselor, or nothing like that. But I, I've been through something pretty. You know, I've been through a, a big struggle, which I, I want to. I say is my divorce. It is my divorce. It's so. I would hope I uh, that they. They would share something with me, I, and it doesn't. I don't. A story. And, yeah, a story, and to share their story with me, it doesn't have to be. They don't have to be super detailed at all. You know, just what they're comfortable sharing, and um, that's what I, I would hope for. And and not only that, I mean, I don't want to. It's not like I don't want to make it depressing, but end it on a good note. You know, like end it. Well, here's some advice for you, and this is how you can make 
yourself better and make your, uh, you know, it, I always end it, make sure it ends on a good encouraging note for sure. So on that note, uh, can you tell the audience where could they find you and if they want to communicate with you or if they want to book a, a podcast, uh, yeah. where could they find you? Uh, just on Instagram or Facebook. I, I, that's the only two. I don't have Twitter. So Instagram, it's at, at Mujeres RGB Podcast. And then on Facebook, it's the same thing, at Mujeres RGB Podcast. And if the, you, you want to find me personally on Instagram, it's chatnat88. And that's the same for Facebook, chatnat88. So with that being said, uh, before I ask you the last question, I want to ask you a preliminary last question, which is, do you have anything else that you want to get off your chest? I don't want people to be like, oh, poor Natalie. Like, she's a divorce. She gets divorced and her children are suffering. No, 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 no. I'm growing and I'm healing and my children are okay. They're doing great. And I know it's a very, it's an, I just don't want people to feel like, ah, oh, pobrecita. You know what I mean? Like, no, don't, I'm, everything's going to be okay. And, um, my, my making me and my husband, husband, I'm still calling him my husband. <laughs> it's okay. <sighs> my ex-husband are working together the best we can, even though it's hard to, com very difficult to communicate at times to, about certain things, um, because it's still fresh. I mean, we, you know, it's fresh, so it's, it's been difficult, but I just don't want people to, to, to feel like I, like, I'm like, uh, what's the word damage? You know what I mean? Well, I actually wanted not. to comment on that because okay. I don't know if I told you, I probably haven't, but I pr I'm, I'm taking the opportunity to tell you now. I actually admire you for being so courageous and building a, a, a network of, of incredible women who you interview and doing that while you're going through this divorce. Mm -hmm. I think that's admirable. Thank you. Thank you. Because it's... I'm so scared people are going to judge me, but, and the, I want to, okay, so the pretty recently there was a girl from La Jolla, I don't know if you saw it on Facebook, and she ended up committing suicide. I didn't you see didn't it. You didn't see it? Mm -hmm. Well, it was on all over Facebook. I don't remember her name, God rest her soul. She had a little boy, and she was going through, who knows what she was going through, and I, when I heard about that, about what happened and she, what she did, it's really like hit my heart really bad because when I was 30, that's when my major issues in my, in my marriage started. And I don't know her situation. I don't know why she did that, but I have, I just felt this connection to her. Like, why didn't she reach out to someone, you know, like why, or I, maybe she did, I don't know, but there's a lot of resources out there that you can re to help you whenever uh, you're going through something. There's a lot of resources out there. Like, I I've worked, I don't know if you've heard of Mental Monarchs also. They are a nonprofit organization who are trying to end the stigma on uh, mental health in the, in the Latino culture because people don't, you know, kind of like divorce. Yeah. Like, same thing. Like, they people, it's like a taboo or whatever, and... It's just, uh, there's a lot of resources out there, like the Palms Behavioral Center, and, and there's a lot of places to, there's a therapist, there's counselors that can help you get through something you're going through. And I know I'm sitting here right now, and I'm trying to act like 
I'm okay. And I am, I'm not. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to not be okay. And I have my, my moments of weakness when I cry. And at, especially, you know, at night, it's, that's if my children are with their dad, which we have joint custody, I don't mind saying that. Um, they're with their dad too. And some days I don't have them. And then they come with me and everything's good. And then they go back with their dad. And it's like on those days when they're with their dad, it's, it's hard. Like I was, we were talking the other night, Carlos, but I was crying that night whenever we were messaging on, on Instagram, but I just have to keep it. I mean, I, I don't want to like be like, Hey everyone, just like, it's, it's, it's like hard. It's a hard thing to deal with. So when I heard about that girl who took her own life, it just, I felt like I wish I, I, there's, I just, I hope that uh, people would re- know that there's resources out there for you. The last question I want to ask you now that we've gone full circle, who is Natalie Arriola? So I, I guess the best way I could say it is I feel I'm an overcomer, but at the same time, I'm still a work in progress. You know, it's like, I, I'm not, I, I can't say, oh, I'm, everything's great now. No, because it's still, a work, I'm still a work in progress. So, uh, but I, what I do, and I know it's, it's, it's hard to do this, but I want to be a good example for, you know, uh, younger girls. And I know um, maybe they say, well, Natalie, you're, you're divorced. You might not be a good example. But not but, everybody wants to get married. But not everybody wants to get married. Yeah. So. There's people out there that want to be podcasters. <laughs> There's people out there that want to learn about finance. There's yeah. people out there that want to learn about how do I become a lawyer. Yeah. Uh, and you're sharing all those stories through your podcast. Yeah. So if you're not listening to her podcast, listen to it. Yeah. Mujeres in the know. Please. No, if you want. No, I'm not forcing you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thank you so much for coming to my corner. <laughs> No problem. It's it's amazing here. I can't. When I walked in here, guys, it was like I, I was really. I'm really impressed. Carlos really put it together very very nicely. There's about five cam. One, two, three, four, four cameras plus lighting, and it's just really cool here. Thank you. I try to be as. Um, I, I try to. I, I've been told you this uh, when I was putting everything together. You had initially agreed to come to the podcast earlier. But I said, no, no, I want to give you justice of giving you something that's, that's worth having you as a guest. Yeah, so thank I you for, for taking the time to come. No problem. I'm, I'm glad that I was able to talk. I mean, I'm, I, I'm telling everything the best way I can. I'm still working on how to talk about, you know, certain things. But uh, I hope I, I got my, not, not, I hope that I helped someone just that might, might be going through something, you know. And uh, just know that you're not alone. And it, there's a lot of resources out there if you might be hurting. And I, I don't, I'm just there's, there's, and you can even message me. Just message me. <laughs> and I'll be there to, to talk to you. I'm, What's your Instagram? Uh, Chatnat88. I'll put it down here somewhere so yeah, people can see. Yeah, just message me. Have a chat with Nat. Yeah, there you go, Chatnat. <laughs> um, but the, the most, uh, the word that I got out of this conversation was resilience. That's, That's the so word. weird because I just heard that word. I've been hearing that word over and over and over and over again. Well, it's a sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the word. You make I, me get cry again, Carlos. Oh, well, we got a whole <laughs> box here, so don't worry. 
Um, but yeah, I, I really, really appreciate you coming and uh, stay tuned for more Cuadros' Corner podcast episodes. This is just the first of many to come. And uh, thank you. Thank you. This is, this is awesome. Thank you for listening to the episode. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcasting app and get stories like these every time. If you enjoyed this episode, then do me a favor by either sharing or reviewing the podcast on Apple Podcasts. It will help grow Cuadros' Corner and make future episodes that much better. If you have questions for my guest or myself, head on over to my Instagram at Carlos J. Cuadros and ask away. That's C-A-R-L-O-S-J-C-U-A-D-R-O-S. If you would like to support Cuadros' Corner, please consider sending a donation to Carlos J. Cuadros on Cash App. Thanks for listening and thanks for watching.